I was trying to make this episode completely Google-free, following on from Monday's special Google edition. However, I did have to mention Google Drive and the Penguin update for Google Search. As well as that, I cover Twitter launching two-step authentication, lead generation Twitter cards, scheduling gifts in Facebook, a complete redesign of Flickr, and the new Xbox One. Seriously Social News, your weekly news roundup on all that's new in the world of social media, the internet and technology. Welcome to episode 24 of Seriously Social News on Friday the 24th of May 2013. Google continues to plug its cloud storage service and to add new features. Google Drive allows you to synchronize your files across your computers and mobile devices as well as back up to the cloud in a similar way to Dropbox. Office files can be opened in Google Docs and now Google Drive can do Optical Character Recognition OCR. In the Google Drive mobile app you can now scan a document such as a receipt and convert it to text. As well as this, Google Drive files, Google Plus photos and calendar events appear as you type in Google Gmail's search box. Currently, this has only been rolled out to US English users, but hopefully the rest of the world will get to have a little play with it soon. Seriously, social news. Google have started to roll out a big change to their search algorithm in an update called Penguin 2.0. Head of the Google Web Spam team, Matt Cutts, made the announcement on his blog on Wednesday. This is likely to alarm many website owners around the world who were affected the last time Google rolled out a big update in the first Penguin update. This is actually the fourth Penguin update, but since this is an update to Google's algorithm, it is a bigger change to Google's combat against spam results. Known in the trade as Black Hat SEO, web spam tries to trick search engines such as Google in ranking them higher than they should be. This could be by paying for links to a website, or cloaking or hiding links. Have a read of Matt Cutt's blog, together with some useful articles from the Huffington Post and Search Engine Watch for more information in the show notes. Seriously Social If you are a regular listener to Seriously Social News, you'll know I have mentioned the security feature, two-step authentication, quite a few times. With so many high-profile cases of social media profiles being hacked, such as Twitter accounts, it's becoming more important to choose a strong password and take further security measures. Two-step authentication requires you to enter a special code from a device, such as your smartphone, as well as your password. The idea is that if your password gets stolen, a hacker still won't be able to access your account unless they also have access to your device. In a welcome move, Twitter have added two-step authentication this week, which will hopefully reduce the amount of hacking attempts that have been happening all too frequently recently. To enable it, you will need to go to your settings menu and scroll down to the bottom of the account section. Unfortunately, Twitter have opted for sending the codes via SMS, with the mobile phone number associated with the account. This is bad news for multiple account owners such as myself, since you are only able to associate one Twitter account with your phone. Also, you will lose access to your Twitter account if you are in a place without mobile coverage, since you won't be able to receive the text message. However, in the blog post from Twitter, there is a glimmer of hope. In the phrase, quote, much of the server-side engineering work required to ship this feature has cleared the way for us to deliver more account security enhancements in the future. Stay tuned, end quote. I am hoping that means different admin levels of access for Teams, and that they will add Google Authenticator for the two-step authentication. Socially awesome. 
as well as introducing two-step authentication, Twitter have launched a new type of Twitter card. As well as the 140 characters of a tweet, Twitter can associate other information with it, including your location, language, a link, and more. When you click on a tweet in the Twitter app, the box will expand to show you more information. It could show you a map of the location of the tweet, a summary and image of the article that, that it links to, or to a video that you can play straight away. These are called Twitter cards, and this week Twitter have announced the latest edition called Lead Generation Cards. This expandable tweet will allow you to send your email address and other information to the Twitter account owner. It could be a business running a campaign, a competition or a sign up to a newsletter. I think this could be very big and it is interesting to see the likes of email newsletter service MailChimp announcing integration already. It's currently only available to a few select brands at the moment and it's not clear whether it will be restricted to businesses paying for promoted tweets or whether any businesses can apply for the new Twitter card. It's definitely an exciting new feature from Twitter and I can't wait to have a play with it if it rolls out to all businesses. IAG.me. I have to admit that I have never used Facebook gifts to buy a special something for one of my friends, but Facebook have announced a new feature this week in that you can now schedule it. If you want your friend to be notified on a future date about a gift, for example for their birthday or another special event, you can set the date and then they will be notified. Once they enter their postal address, the gift will be posted to them. Unfortunately, you can't schedule the sending or arrival of the gift itself since it relies on the person entering their details before it can be shipped out. Seriously Social News Since we had a special podcast on Monday for all the recent Google news from the Google I.O. conference, I don't want to spend too long on more Google news, but just to say that the new design for Google Plus has been extended to the mobile web version. That means you will now have a unified look and feel across desktops, as well as mobile apps, and the mobile website across tablets and smartphones. Socially awesome. I was having a meal out with some photography friends on Monday, and we ended up complaining about the demise of photo sharing app Flickr under Yahoo who bought it back in 2005. I mentioned that because it was a little bit strange that the same day this week, Flickr announced a complete redesign of Flickr and new storage options. It used to be that free users could store the original high-resolution images and there was a limit to how many images they could upload each month. Now all free members have up to one terabyte of space and that's a lot. The new design is more slick and uses more of the screen. It's certainly an improvement, although I do think that Yahoo still has some way to go to truly modernise the experience. Yahoo have also stopped offering their Pro plan to new users, although existing Pro members can continue. Pro users can still have unlimited storage. Another change is that Flickr is going to be ad-supported. In order to remove ads, you will have to upgrade to the ad-free plan which will cost $49 per year. That's double the old Pro plan, and that seems pretty steep, especially since you won't get any more storage. If you do want to get more storage, you can double to 2 terabytes by paying a whopping $499 per year. If you need that storage, I probably recommend you opt for two Flickr accounts. As for me, I'll be keeping my Pro account. I get unlimited storage and no adverts, all for $25 per year. IAG.me Google AdWords have launched their Keyword Planner, which combines data from the Keyword Tool and Traffic Estimator. Both the Keyword Tool and Traffic Estimator will be discontinued in 60 days. For more information on this tool to create and manage your Google Ads, check out the article on Search Engine Land. 
Details in the show notes. This is Seriously Social News. After months of rumours, Microsoft have announced their latest game console, the Xbox One. The original Xbox was launched in 2001, and the Xbox 360 almost exactly eight years ago in May 2005. The Xbox 360 has been insanely popular for Microsoft, with over 77 million units sold. The new console packs a Blu-ray drive, a 500GB hard drive, 8GB of RAM, Wi-Fi, USB 3 and an 8-core CPU. As well as that, Microsoft have announced that every Xbox One will come with a Kinect, which is Microsoft's amazing camera and motion sensor which can track your body whilst you interact with the game. Will you be buying one? I would, if I had time. Seriously Social News Well, that's it for this week's Seriously Social News podcast. Just to let you know that I'll be having a week off next week, so the next Seriously Social News podcast will be out on the 7th of June. You've been listening to Seriously Social News from Ian Anderson Gray. You can follow Ian on Twitter at IAG.me and on Facebook at facebook.com slash IAG.me. For all the latest, check out Ian's blog at www.iag.me This podcast is brought to you by Select Performers Internet Solutions. iag.me Seriously social. Socially awesome.